Yup, I'm doing an off-season podcast. Um, I'm going to talk a lot about free agency today. I'm going to give you guys my top 10 uh, free agents. Not necessarily the top 10 best players, but the top 10 most popular. So this is really an episode for all you uh, deep divers and folks that really uh, like the game at a deeper level rather than just watching the games. You like to know what goes on in the off-season, who your team's going to get, who they're going to move on from, and uh, potentially just you know some new uh, landing spots uh, for these ten guys uh, and much more. But uh, scouting combine starts today. That's going to be fun. Um, I wouldn't anticipate Caleb Williams throwing at the combine. Um, he has nothing to prove. He's he's not going to gain or lose any draft stock. Drake May probably won't throw either. Just my my guesses. Um, haven't seen it anywhere, but those are just my guesses. Um, on that. So let's move to the top 10. So I'm going to start at 10 and work my way up to one. So I compiled a list. I, t- I looked at all the free agents and I got my top 10. So um, again, not my top 10 best players available necessarily. Um, they're all great players, but the top 10 most popular and the ones that people will uh, care the most about. So at number 10, I've got Chase Young, um, the DN, for the 49ers um, last year. I think they traded for him um, in hopes to chase a ring, and that's totally fine. I have no problem with it. If you go back to, like, when Tampa got Brady, they're still paying $25 million right now uh, this last season in in a cap hit to Brady because they did what they needed to do to go win a Super Bowl. I think you do that. Um, In the NBA, when... The Cavaliers had LeBron in stint number two. They were in cap hell for uh, a couple years after. Uh, I think it was like three or four years after, and they were terrible. But that's what you do to chase a ring. It's just what you do. And it might suck as a fan to, to have those years afterwards, after the ring. But, you know, um, that's what you do. So create your legacy. But, yeah, Chase Young, um, my prediction – um, I don't think he's going to stay in San Francisco. They probably have the money where they could swing it just because they're not paying Purdy anything. But I don't think that's where they need to um, add a guy. So I think uh, I think Chase is going to move on. I think a team that's going to be able to give him what he wants and, and a good slot for him. Now, out of all these top, top 10 guys, I really did a deep dive and, and looked at, okay, what teams could they go to? Some guys I've got a list of a few teams, and other guys I'm like, no, I think this is the best spot. Um, with Chase Young, I think he's going to go to the Bills. Um, here's why. Vaughn Miller dramatically regressed this last year, and um, looking at his contract, they'll be able to get out of Vaughn's deal um, with only $15 million in dead cap after this season. So, yes, Vaughn, um, unless they can find a trade partner – to absorb some of that that uh, cap, which I don't know who the hell would do that. Unless they can do that, Vaughn is going to be a free agent after this coming season. Um, so they'll be able to let him go, and uh, and that'll be good. They've got uh, Rousseau on the other end. So they'll have Rousseau and Chase Young, and then Vaughn 
can probably come in on third downs, I would guess, if you want to keep him fresh. Just bring him in on third, you know, second and long, third, third and long, third and passing down. I think that will be a good spot. Uh, moving on to number nine, I've got Derrick Henry. Um, I think I, I saw Derrick play this year um, in Houston, and – I don't even think he had 25 yards. And I also don't even think he had 10 carries, if I remember right. Um, but I, I only remember, really, because I, I was going against him. It was my Fantasy League championship. And he was the my, my opponent's running back. He He's lost a step. Um, but I would also make the argument that Tennessee didn't have a comparable quarterback. So... What do you do when you are a defense playing against someone that doesn't have a comparable quarterback? You're just going to fill the box, stuff the run, and that's what Houston did and uh, really uh, just dominated up front uh, because they had more people. And uh, it was a, I think they only had three points in that game. So um, took care of business. But I think Derrick Henry, I think he's still got tread on the tires if, if you can – put him up against uh, one or two less people. And what I mean by that is if you've got a quarterback that is a run threat, I think I think Henry can still do some damage for you. Not your lead back, but he can be a good, a good uh, power back for you. I think he can get 10 carries a game. I really do. Um, and that's why I think Derrick Henry, to me, his best spot in a team that really could afford him um, for under market value, if 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 he's willing to take a little less to maybe go try to win a Super Bowl, I think Baltimore is a great fit for him. Baltimore's got a plethora of running backs. I think they're going to have to get rid of. They're going to not probably re-sign Dobbins. I think he's a free agent as well. They've got that rookie Mitchell who's a stud, and then they've got Justice Hill who I think is going to be back on the team. I can't remember if he's a free agent or not, but. Regardless, you know, the Ravens always add a running back or two um, every year. They've got um, Edwards also, Gus Edwards as well, who's who's good. If they add Henry, Gus is potentially gone, but they'll add guys. Um, yeah, I, I think that's a great spot for Derrick Henry. Keeping um, the running back uh, trend going, I've got Josh Jacobs with the Raiders at eight. I think this is a pretty easy one. Um to be quite honest, I think uh, typically I'm not big on signing a running back to a second contract. I'm really not that big on it. It's got to be the perfect situation, and you've got to not be paying your quarterback for me to really like it. And that's why I think he's going to stay with uh, the Raiders. If I was the Raiders GM, that's what I would do. You're not paying a quarterback. Hopefully you're going to draft someone if you're smart. Um, but I think it's pretty stupid. If, uh, if you move on from Jacobs. Uh, that's my my opinion. Um, again, keeping the running back trend, let's go to number seven. I've got Saquon. Saquon Barkley. Um, look, the Giants, they did what they do. This <laughs> is what, what this team does. Them and the Jets. I don't know what it is in New York, but they, they, they just make bad decisions with management. Um, signing Daniel Jones to... 40 plus 45 a year. I mean, are you kidding me? I mean, people should 
in in the front office should almost lose their jobs for making that deal. When it happened, before it happened, you knew it was going to happen. That's that's how bad they are. You just know they're going to make a dumb decision. Um, but I, I think Saquon, for those reasons, A, they're not going to be able to afford him. Um, I'm not sure what their cap space is, but I don't think it makes sense. And if I'm Saquon, I want the hell out of there too. Someone's going to pay you. Someone's going to pay you. And this is a fun one. Um, you know who's going to have cap space this year is Chicago. And as long as they get Caleb Williams number one, what an awesome pickup this would be for the Chicago Bears. And that's where I have Saquon going. That's what I think his best fit is. If the Bears could give Caleb Williams on a rookie contract a Pro Bowl caliber running back that can receive the ball and be a security blanket for him, I think that's a fucking awesome signing. I would do that in a heartbeat if I was Chicago. I'd probably maybe even overpay him a little bit. You know, if the, if the market says pay him uh, 12, I'd, I might pay him 14 or 15. I really would. Uh, try to give him some guaranteed money in the first two seasons and, uh, and really build a team for Caleb. Um, moving on, let's go to number six. I've got Baker Mayfield. Uh, my prediction, uh, this, is, this is a pretty easy one too. I'm, I'm going to say he's going to stay with Tampa. Um, I know there was something leaked. He was on some morning show or something for the Super Bowl, and there was something leaked with him talking to Steve Young in the background, and you know, a camera overheard them talking about how he's going to stay in Tampa, and they're working on a deal. And I, I don't doubt it. Um, I think he's going to get a Jimmy Garoppolo-type deal, um, like Jimmy did with the Raiders. But I think... I think, uh, you know, the salary cap's gone up. You know, uh, Baker led them to the playoffs where Jimmy got hurt the year before. He got his deal with the Raiders. Um, Jimmy's also going to get cut by the Raiders in about two weeks before the new league year, two or three weeks from, from the new new league year, if they can't trade him, which they probably won't. Um, so there's that. I think Jimmy was getting 25 a year, so I think Baker will get at least 30. And I think it'll be a, um, you know, a, a two or three year deal, probably a three year deal with all the guaranteed money really being in, you know, heavily in the 2024 season. So this coming season, and then I think they'll move on if you know if they don't make the playoffs or if he regresses, um, which you know I like Baker. I, I I had my knocks on him. I'm rooting for him this year. I, I hope he gets paid around this money too. I hope they don't overpay. If they overpay, they're making a mistake. But I hope they pay him around this money, uh, this amount. And uh, and I hope he does well. I you know, I root for guys to to come back um, from a crappy situation like he had in Cleveland and and then going to Carolina and you know I think Baker's gonna be alright. I do. Um, so I think I think he'll get a Garoppolo type deal and uh, you know something they can move on after one year. I think that's more than fair. Hey guys, I want to interrupt really quick and just chat about the Jones Group. So not only does the Jones Group file tax returns for their clients, as well as handle bookkeeping and accounting services for their personal needs or primarily their business needs, there's only one true tax season, maybe two if you look at it from the industry standard, but there's always time to plan throughout the year. It's never a bad time to plan, and that's what the Jones Group does best. 
You can find them at www.thejonesgroup.us and they will create a personalized tax plan for you and your business. Give them a call today. Number five, I've got Mike Evans. So let's keep the Tampa Bay trend. Um, possible landing spots. I wrote down five here, guys. Um, I got a lot of possible landing spots. I think just about anybody in the league would love to sign Mike Evans for the right price. Um, if you're a team paying a rookie quarterback, you might even overpay for him, um, and that's perfectly fine. He's, I think he's 31 going into this season, uh, but you know what? He proved that he can still do it, man. I, I, I love Mike Evans. He's a great player. Um, got to see him play this year as well, so that was pretty exciting. Um, I think possible landing spots are Tampa. I think he probably wants to be a buck for life, and he also openly admitted that he loves playing with Bake. Um, second, I've got Kansas City. If Kansas City can free up some cap space, um, I think they can do it. Um, I also, I'll just give it away in my top four. I've got four Chiefs, so or, or two Chiefs. I'm sorry, out of the top four uh, players on this list. So we'll go over that too. But I've also got the Texans. Look, he's from this area in Houston and and uh, went to A&M. So I think that's that's an easy spot. Plus the Texans, they're going to have a bunch of cap space this coming season. I think it's close to 60 million in cap space so they're going to be able to just do whatever the hell they want with uh stroud and a rookie deal um the fourth one i've got buffalo i think buffalo is going to move on from Diggs. i i, th- I don't think mike's going to go here you know the, the more i really think about it but i think it's a potential landing spot if if buffalo moves on from Diggs. Uh, i'm not sure they have the space to do it but i think it's a possible landing spot and the fifth one, I've got the Rams. I think I think the Rams are going to surprise some people and move on from some key players this year, potentially. I think, uh, I think they're going to move on from potentially Aaron Donald. And I think they're going to give Cup another year. I do. He wasn't himself this year, but I think they're going to give him another year. But imagine, if you had the cap space to do it, imagine giving Matthew Stafford, Tyler Higbee at tight end, Williams at running back, who turned out to be a freak. Um, Mike Evans, Cooper Cup, and Puka Nakua. Imagine that's your offense. That's pretty damn good. Um, if they sure up the O-line um, in the draft and in free agency and they can afford Mike Evans, I actually think that's a pretty good little spot for Mike. I really do. Um, I think he'd like L.A. as well. Um, with all that said, you know, it, it's fun to imagine these stars in new places, but the reality is um, certain guys are going to just stay stay put. And I think I think that's what Mike Evans is going to do. Um, like I said earlier, I think he wants to be a buck for life. I really do. I don't know if he's necessarily said that, but it's just my gut feel. And he likes playing with Baker. He, they had a lot of fun this year. And, uh, you know, coming back from being 4-7, and seven, I think it was, to making the playoffs and, and winning the division. So... That was really fun to, to watch. But, yeah, I think uh, I think Mike stays in Tampa this year. Number four, I've got LeJarius Sneed. Um, look, I, I'm going to get to another chief here. You, if you're a hardcore, you probably know who it is. Um, but let's start with Sneed in Kansas City. He is one of – he's probably a top five corner in the league. Um, but the reality is, is he worth the money? Yes. Is he worth the money in Kansas City? I would argue no. Young guys are going to fill in. They've got Watson, 
and McDuffie. Um, they've also got a couple other guys, Williams and Connor as well, that can fill in at DB. And then here's a here's a note I wrote down. Kansas City drafts defensive backs better than most, if not the best. Um, so without a doubt, Kansas City's at least going to draft one, and that's all they're going to need this year. Probably going to draft a couple. And then uh, maybe you can pick up you know a middle-of-the-road guy in free agency for a couple million. Um, yeah, I, I think I think this is totally fixable for Kansas City, so I don't think they're going to want to pay – uh, market rates for a top five DB. It just doesn't make sense. And especially you really need to build um, your offense and get another wide receiver or f- fuck a wide receiver for Mahomes. Number three, um, I've got T Higgins. Now look, I the day is currently f- Monday, February 26th. I... I put T. Higgins on this list. I prepared this list uh, last week. And, you know, call it what you will, I nailed this one. I said he was going to stay with Cincinnati. I didn't say he was going to get franchise tagged, but it came out this morning that he's going to get tagged. It's about $21 million and change. I think it's $21.8. Um, so he's going to stay in Cincy. I really do believe that. I don't think they're going to trade him. I, I just don't see it. I, that That is... Definitely option number two. I don't think you signed to a big deal this summer, but uh, I, I like T. Higgins. I, I was thinking about it this morning. I'd love to have T. Higgins on my team. Do I pay him $20 million a year or market rates for a number one receiver? I just don't because you've got Burrow and, you've, and you're going to have to pay Chase next summer. And I'd rather keep Jamar and Burrow together than than Burrow and Higgins. It just makes more sense to keep, keep Jamar, but... Yeah, I, I love T. Higgins. I'd love to have him on my team, but not at fair market value of twenty plus million for a number one receiver. Which I think he's a number one receiver. Um, I think he's more of a one B than a one A. Jamar Chase is a one A easily, but T's a number one receiver. Hey guys, I want to take a quick moment and talk about CogniCare and what they're doing in the health space for seniors. So for over 12 years, their team of experts has been dedicated to helping patients live better lives. With their new program offered 100% covered by Medicare, they can now help seniors retain and improve their brain function. If, they, if you want to learn more about how to help grandma and grandpa or yourself, give them a call. You can reach them at their website, CogniCareTexas.com. Don't worry, you don't have to be in Texas, but they are based out of Texas, Houston cognicaretexas.com. Give them a call today. All right, the top two. Um, number two, I've got Kirk Cousins. Um, let me just go through you know possibilities here first. Um, first of all, the Vikings can get him back if they want to. They've been pretty quiet about what their plans are going to be. There's been no leaks or anything like that. You know, people leak stuff because they want it out. And clearly, they don't want anything out, at least yet. Um, so I think they are going to get him back. I, I really do. I think they're going to watch the draft. But I think they are going to get Kirk back. Free agency is before the draft. So they are going to have to make a decision on that. But I, I just don't see him leaving. I really don't. Number two, I've got uh, possible landing spots here for Kirk. Um, obviously, Minnesota. 
And then I wrote down Denver. Denver's going to have to let go of Russ if they're going to do this, and they're going to have to eat a shitload of money. That doesn't give them any room to get Kirk any weapons, um, and I don't like the weapons they currently have enough for Kirk to be successful. I mean, unless he, unless he has a Jefferson, I have a tough time thinking Kirk's going Kirk's gonna to do anything there. Um, the Giants, you know, same issue. I think the Daniel Jones cap hit is only for one more season. Luckily, there's an out after this coming year, but I think it's like a 45 or $50 million cap hit. That's tough. That's tough to bounce back from. And and uh, just like Denver, I, I don't like the Giants' weapons for Kirk either. I don't think he has enough to succeed. And if, if, uh, if my list is correct and Saquon leaves for Chicago or someone else, Kirk's got nothing, man. I, I just don't. I don't like that. And they're not going to pay him a bunch of money because they can't because they're the Giants and they make those decisions. Um, number four, I've got Cleveland. Now, again, same issue. We keep keep running into these these franchises like Denver and the Giants and Cleveland that, that are desperate and they sign these quarterbacks to massive money that doesn't pan out. Um, all three of these contracts have flopped. Um, so Cleveland, they're still eating the Deshaun contract. I don't even think I don't think they want Deshaun anymore. But what do you do? I mean, you bail on somebody, and you guys you still got to pay him fifty million dollars against your cap. It's just it's ridiculous. Um, Kirk Kirk would have a few weapons in Cleveland. Um, he'd also have a top five, top three probably defense. So I, I like that if they can make it work, and I, I'd also like them to get another weapon for him, Chubb. Probably comes back um, at some point this year. Um, five, I have Atlanta. Now, this doesn't feel right to me. Just seeing Kirk in a black Falcons helmet, I don't know, man. It's just weird to me. I, I don't see that as a as a as you can't see it in your mind, right? It's like. Uh, Peyton Manning with the Broncos and Brady with the Bucks. It's just weird the first time. I don't know why. I don't think of Kirk at that level, but it's just a weird feeling. Um, but I also like Atlanta's offensive personnel. They've got a decent O-line. They've got Pitts at tight end who has yet to have a good enough quarterback to get him the freaking ball. That kid is so talented, and it's a real shame that his career is going down the fucking toilet because they can't get the kid a quarterback. Bijan Robinson at running back. Drake London at receiver. They've got weapons, okay? I'd like to add another receiver if I could, but uh, they'll probably do that in the draft this year, uh, probably in the second or third round if they if they can't get a quarterback. But it also, if you can't get a quarterback, if there's no one there that you like, Kirk Cousins is not a bad option, I don't think, for Atlanta at all. I uh, If you get him a good offensive uh, coordinator as well, I think, I think you've got a, a possibility to, to potentially, potentially go for a division there. Look, Carolina's going to suck. The Saints are going to be 500. The Bucks are going to be around 500. You win 10 games, you're winning the AFC, uh, the NFC South, rather. You know, nine might even do it, but 10, you're almost a damn lock in that division. If you win 10 games, you're going to win the division. So, um, with all that said, I really like Atlanta, but I just don't see it. Um, you know, what seems to make the most sense doesn't always pan out for some reason and that's why i think he's gonna stay with minnesota i i just don't see him leaving minnesota they really like him and i think they're gonna give him one more shot i think you give him a two-year deal 
a one-year guarantee so you can move on after this year and then you know maybe some other slots open up maybe Tampa opens up because Baker doesn't work out maybe maybe the Raiders um, you know there, there's a few here that that could open up maybe maybe Stafford moves on from the Rams and Kirk, Kirk Cousins slides in there you know there's a few so um, let's go to number one um, a lot of you diehards probably know who I'm about to bring up that is the guy that dominated up front in the Super Bowl and really took the game over in the second half, and that's Chris Jones with the Chiefs. Um, look, Chiefs fans, he's not going to be back um, in Kansas City, unfortunately. Dominated in the Super Bowl, and he's got he's got three rings now. It's time for him to get paid. He's been underpaid in Kansas City, and and he's he's wanted to win. So I don't I don't blame him at all. But. Uh, you know, this is best for both sides, I think. And after the Super Bowl, you know, he was he. I noticed on watching the post game, he really made it a point and had a, a a really intentional hug with Kelsey and Mahomes. I think that was their, hey, we won three. Boys, I'm moving on. I th- I think to me that's what that hug looked like. Just to me, I don't know anything about that, but. Um, I think it's best for both sides. He needs to get paid because he's been dramatically underpaid in his career. He's probably a Hall of Famer, and the Chiefs need to go spend some money on a wide receiver or a couple wide receivers. So I think it's best for both. There's my top ten. Um, I, I really want to do an episode, probably, I'll probably give it a week or two, um, once we get through the combine and through a little bit of free agency. I'll, first of all, I'll do a recap. Out of all my predictions, I'll, I'll let you guys know how many I hit. I've already hit one with T. Higgins, so um, I'm one one for ten right now. Uh, let's see if I can do better than 10%. That'd be nice. But, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll keep going with this, and, and we'll get into um, some draft stuff. And I'm going to actually do um, – I don't know what I'm going to do yet if I'm going to do a top ten draft pick uh, projection or a mock draft or if I'll do 32. I, I, the draft's my favorite, so I'll probably do 32 just knowing me because I just have fun with it. It's just it's bullshitting around, just having a good time. So I'll probably do that, but looking forward to um, these you know two type of seasons, you can call them, in, in the NFL calendar, free agency and the draft. So Um, You guys will uh, have another episode here in probably another week or two. Hey guys, I appreciate those of you that made it this far listening to the episode. Um, If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, go ahead and follow me on the Spotify page as well as leave a review um, and a rating. That would really help me out. Appreciate it.